Phew, it's hot, huh? Super hot here. Huh? Yeah. All the windows are open also. Jai Jai Sitchetanya Dayanichananda Jai Jai Sitchetanya Dayanichananda Jai Adaita Chandra Daya Gura Bhakta Vrinda Jai Dai Sri Chaitanya Dai Nityananda Jai Adwaita Chandra Daya Gura Bhakta Vrinda Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Lila, Chapter 2, Text 1. Nyasa Vidayot Pranayo Tagoro Vrindavanam Gantumana Brahmatya Radhe Brahman Shantipuram Mayitva Lalasa Bhaktiriyatam Natosmi After accepting the order of life, after accepting the sannyas order of life, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, out of intense love for Krishna, wanted to go to Vindavan. But apparently, by mistake, he wandered in the Radha Desh. Later, he arrived at Shantipur and enjoyed himself there with his devotees. I offer my respectful obeisances to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, so, after Lord Chaitanya had taken sannyas, um, at that time, to him, it was like a liberation. Because for so long, he had adjusted to the social environment. For so long, he had played the game. But now, no more. Now, he was just connecting with his deeper feelings. And he was no longer hiding them. He was no longer trying to create an impression. He was simply letting it all out. And so it was a total breakthrough, so to speak. And because for a long time he had bottled up his feelings of love of God, they just burst forth. So as soon as the sannyas ceremony was over, it was kind of a difficult situation because here was this very handsome young man, only 24, and he was taking sannyas. And it is said that, so for that, he had to shave his head. So... They brought a barber, and the barber just couldn't do it. He says, this hair is too beautiful. How can I cut this? How can I shave this? But somehow or other, his hand shaved the head of the Lord. After that, that barber changed profession and became a sweet maker. Right? Never again that barber shaved anyone's hand. It is said that the hair 
of Nimai Pandit was kept and, and later placed into a samadhi. And later, when the barber left his body, then he was played in samadhi next to it. Uh, so, in this way, in Katva, Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took sannyas. Um, after having received his name, Chaitanya, Krishna Chaitanya, um, Chaitanya means, means consciousness, means, means life. And he who will bring life to the entire world by distributing the name of Krishna is Krishna Chaitanya. So that Krishna Chaitanya um, brought life to a whole world that was kind of, had become dull and become empty and had become frustrated. And the natural desire for ecstasy was now, people were trying to fill that desire with some cheap imitation pleasures from the material world that can never, ever fulfill the heart. But since there was nothing else, as the saying goes, better a blind uncle than none. Better some material sense gratification than no enjoyment at all. Right? And so, when ignorance, a thick blanket of ignorance about the Supreme Personality of Godhead had covered the entire world, avritam yoginam suddenly, after Lord Chaitanya Sanyas, there was just a tidal wave, a tidal wave of ecstasy. So all the people had been said to see such a young man taking sannyas, and suddenly, suddenly, after, and the mood had become very dejected, everyone was feeling sadness, this is too much, how can he take sannyas? And then the mood turned around. He suddenly jumped up in the greatest ecstasy and started to dance like, like out of control. And case of a Bharti who had given sannyas, he also jumped up and also danced. And everybody jumped up and everybody danced in complete ecstasy. And that kirtan continued. Uh, it spilled over from that ceremony into into various villages and Lord Chaitanya went on a tour. But then, then he wanted to go to Vrindavan, but somehow or other uh, went into the wrong direction and wound up in North Bengal, in the area where the Ganges doesn't flow. And he asked people to chant. Uh, he asked people to chant and nobody was chanting. Nobody was responding. So he said, this place is not, not a good place. Here people are impious because the Ganges doesn't flow here. Um, and he went, he returned around and walked with great speed. And no, none of the devotees could keep up. Only Nichananda could keep up. So both of them were storming. They were storming on the road and everyone fell behind. So at that point, when they were getting closer to the Ganga, there were only Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichana. Then, as 
as there were some, some cowherd boys, some young boys. Lord Chaitanya asked them to chant Hare Krishna and immediately they responded. It is explained due to the breezes of the Ganga, they naturally chanted Hare Krishna. So this is the nature of Sri Mayapur. There the breezes of the Ganga are purifying everyone and just the breezes alone automatically make one chant Hare Krishna. And it is said, Srila Prabhupada was sitting there in Mayapur um, before the rainy season, it's hot. And then you have these season, the Kal Vaishaki season. And you get, in this month of Vaishak, you get these storms and they come out of nowhere, huge storms. So there was such a storm and Prabhupada is in his room in Mayapur and um, and although everyone was closing windows and doors, Prabhupada was in his room and suddenly they realized the windows, the windows are open. And they came to Prabhupada and Prabhupada was sitting there and the storm was just blasting through the room like full force. And Prabhupada was sitting in the room with his face shining. And when they said, what is happening? The Prabhupada said, these Vaikuntha breezes, uh, these Vaikuntha breezes are very nice. Very nice. So, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came close and these boys were chanting. Then he chanan, and he became ecstatic as soon as they chanted. Tears flowed from his eyes and he was beyond himself just to hear the chanting of the holy name. Nichananda took advantage and said to the boys, you see that sannyasi? The boys said, yes. They said, Nichananda said, he's not okay. The boys said, yes, we can see. <laughs> then Lord Nichananda said to them, yes, when he asked for the way to Vrindavan, point in that direction. And so they did. Uh, and as a result, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wound up on the bank of the Ganga. Seeing the bank of the Ganga, he was thinking the Yamuna, the Yamuna. Then Advaita Acharya appeared in a boat. And Lord Chaitanya said, Acharya, what are you doing here in Vrindavan? And Advaita Acharya said, yes, my Lord, wherever you are, there is always Vrindavan. And it is said that just opposite of Shantipur, the Yamuna is flowing uh, also as part of the Ganga. Uh, because we know that in Mayapur also the, uh, we can see how the Jalangi uh, and the Ganga are meeting. And we see how the Jalangi uh, is, is merging with the Ganga. One is greenish water, the other is like more brownish, reddish water. And you see the borderline. Uh, when you go with your boat, you can sometimes get a real nice view. But the third river, the Yamuna, is also flowing there underground. And it says the Yamuna then continues to flow along the bank of the Ganga. And just opposite of Shantipur, there is also the Yamuna. So not only Ganga, 
So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he saw the Yamuna, he just jumped in immediately. And when Advaita Acharya appeared with his boat, he came with dry clothes and said, you know, after you've taken your bath in the Yamuna, you can change. But by then, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to realize that he had been tricked um, because he had no intention to return to his village. Um, traditionally, a sannyasi would not return to his village. Uh, so therefore, everyone was quite convinced he would never come back and that they would never see him again, that this was just it. He would just, just disappeared from the planet. But then, somehow or other, Advaita Chaya said, since you, it has been now three days since you have taken sannyas and you have not yet received any alms, please, please accept them in my house. We just have a little rice and a little sock, just suitable for a renunciant. Of course, when he came there, uh, it was a little different. There was some sock and some spinach, but also other things. And then all the devotees, they started to arrive immediately. The word had, had already reached and everyone came to the house of Advaita Acharya and Satchimata was brought in a palanquin. And when she was there, she begged one favor, that she would be allowed to cook exclusively. Nimai said, Oh, my dear mother, I was mad. I was mad. I somehow or other took sannyas. How could I ignore the love of my mother? And subsequently, um, subsequently, mother said she cooked and she asked him, uh, she asked him to go to Jagannath Puri. So as Mother Sachi cooked, the prasadam that she cooked, no one had ever tasted anything like that. It is said it was prasadam that was just so, so transcendental that it was overwhelming. No one ever had tasted anything because like that, because she put everything she had in there because she knew it's the last time I'm cooking. Um, yeah. So there's different degrees of prasadam and the consciousness of the cook enters that prasadam. And when, when someone cooks, and, and the heart of that person is filled with love of God, and that also is there within the prasadam. So in this way, we can appreciate the depth of love that, um, that was in that prasadam. Then we, uh, yeah, of course she asks him to go to Puri, Puri and Navadvip are like two rooms in one house. That means the residents from both these places are always traveling between these two places. So she thought, then I'll hear some news from, from my son, from Nimai. And then the Chaitanya Charitamrita <coughs> carries on. Lord Chaitanya is going to, uh, 
to Jagannath Puri and the way that is described is that there are two chapters. Um, and the first chapter is a chapter about Madhavan the Puri. And in that chapter about Madhavan the Puri, it is um, explained that Madhavan the Puri finds the deity at Govardhan. He has that vision, uh, that dream. The deity is saying, I have been here and for a long, long time. Please come and save me. He took the villagers. They took the deity out, started worshipping deity. Then the deity again appears in a dream of Madhavan the Puri and this time says, oh, I'm still very, very hot. I've been in this hot scent for such a long time. I need sandalwood. Now sandalwood was not so easily available in Vrindavan and they used to bring it from the Malaya Hills, which is these days known as Malaysia, right? They used to bring it from Malaysia to Jagannath Puri, which is a port. Ships would go from Malaysia to Puri. Then from Puri, it would, there you could purchase blocks and they would be brought to wherever worship was going on. So Madhavan the Puri went to Jagannath Puri to bring a block of, uh, of sandalwood. So it was a big block and he had someone carrying it. It was a big heavy block of wood. And then uh, Madhavan the Puri, um, he came to Ramuna. And in Ramuna he had a dream, right? Well, he had been there before through Ramuna on the way to Puri. And we remember that on the way to Puri, the deity stole sweet rice for Madhavan the Puri. Right? And on the way back, he came again through Ramuna with that sandalwood. And then he had a dream and the deity said in the dream that I'm non-different from Gopal in Vrindavan. You can just put the sandalwood on me. And in that way, he didn't have to carry that sandalwood all the way to Vindavan across so many borders and so many troubles. Um, so in this way, um, we are appreciating the, oh, Hare Krishna. We're appreciating the first chapter about Ramuna. Now, Ramuna is Ramuna is about one-third, it is about, what's he doing? I think it's okay. You want to turn on the AC, is it? No. Then what you want to do? Oh. Ramuna, because the electricity was fluctuating, the light was also coming and going. That's India. It does that. <laughs> it's not Germany. <laughs> he lives in Germany. In Germany, the electricity is always the same. <laughs> yeah. But here not. Um, anyway, so Ramuna is one third to Jagannath Puri from Calcutta. So 
by this story, we are now in Ramuna. Right? And what happens in Ramuna is that the deity be is no longer just standing there, but the deity begins to come alive. The deity steals sweet rice, the deity gives instructions, put the sandalwood on me. So in this way, uh, it's very clear that the deity really is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the next chapter, we're getting a chapter about Saksi Gopal. It's not about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it's about an ancient story. If the first, about Madhavendra Puri, you can sort of think, okay, we're going back to a previous generation, we sort of get a little flashback, yeah, a little history now, Madhavendra Puri. But the next one, Sakshi Gopal, what does that have to do with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Right? Nothing more than that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took darshan of Sakshi Gopal. And when you come to Sakshi Gopal, you're practically in Jagannath Puri, you see. So in this way, Krishnadas Kaviraj makes us cover the journey. He doesn't describe, and then Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left Navadvip and he walked for a few weeks and then he reached Puri. No, he just describes it with this story about Madhavendra Puri, came to Rimuna and the deity acted like alive. Then you get the story of Sakshi Gopal, same thing. Here's a deity that two Brahmanas went to Vrindavan, elder Brahmana, younger Brahmana, elder Brahmana, rich, younger Brahmana, poor, younger Brahmana serving the elder Brahmana, elder Brahmana very pleased, elder Brahmana says, you must marry my daughter. Younger Brahmana says, no, no, this will not be good because you are rich, I am poor, your family will not like it. I'm in charge, what are you saying? When I say you marry my daughter, you will marry my daughter. <laughs> Comes home, big drama, whole family upset, you know what I mean, too much. Wife says, I will commit suicide. Right? Oh my God, wife wants to commit suicide. Family drama, big problem, help, what to do now? And son is saying, don't worry, leave it up to me, I'll sort it out. Makes big story, some heavy politics. Son says, while they were in Vrindavan, this young rascal gave my father Datura. Datura, heavy drug. Father not used to it. Father totally, com totally confused. As a result, father is not in his right mind. Now this rascal is saying that my father promised that he would marry my sister. Out of here, out, 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 with a stick. Chasing, chasing the boy. Boy goes to village and says, ho, 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 whole drama, this Brahmana problem, whole village is coming. Whole village, big village drama. And village wants to know everything who, yes, yes, they will pass judgment because India is like that. When there's a drama on the street, the crowd comes and the crowd will decide. <laughs> oh yes, the crowd will pass judgment. But both were telling opposite stories. Nobody knew anymore what to do now. It's, the son was saying, this rascal gave my father Datura. Poor man, rich man. You can see, mm, yes, money, money. Uh, yes, we understand. <clears throat> then, for, so he said, no, no, but he promised. He promised. Do you have a witness? Yes, I have a witness. He promised it in front of the deity Gopal. Okay, you bring your witness. So the villagers thought, solve that problem. 
And the eldest son of the Brahmana said, yes, yes, you bring your witness, a deity witness, ha, 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 ha. And then the young Brahmana went to Vrindavan, met the deity and spoke to the deity and said, Gopal, you have to come because this Brahmana has promised and we cannot have that a vow, that a promise of a Brahmana is broken. So you must protect the promise of the Brahmana. So you must come. Then the deity says, you know, I'm a deity. How can I walk? The young Brahmana says, if you can talk, you can walk. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so it came to pass, right? And I will walk behind you, but you are not allowed to look. You can offer some rice and cook it, but you cannot look at me. If you look at me, I will not go any further. And how will I know you're there? You'll hear my ankle bells. So he's walking, walking, ankle bells, tinkle, tinkle, everything fine, making rice. Oh, think long story short. Then he gets there to close to the village and then the bells stop ringing. So he looks, is he still there? He looks and the deity stops. And the deity says, I will not go any further than this. I will stay here, but you bring all the villagers. And so Shakshi Gopal, the witness Gopal, testified, uh, testified that the young Brahmana was right. And then the elder Brahmana was also happy. And then uh, the family couldn't say anything anymore. And wife did not commit suicide. And son, eldest son had to be quiet. And elder Brahmana and younger Brahmana, younger Brahmana happily married to daughter. And for a long time, they were worshipping the deity of Shakshi Gopal. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came there for Darshan. And from there, from the Attaranala bridge, he ran towards the temple of Lord Jagannath. So Krishnadas Kaviraj has, Goswami has taken us from, uh, from Navadvip to, to Puri, uh, by taking us to Sakshi Gopal. And he's done it in this very poetic way. And he's also shown to us that in these two chapters that we're dealing with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the uh, Chaitanya Chandratoy Natak, Kavi Karnapur has dealt with the same journey. And he does it a little different, but also in a poetic way. The way he does it is... Uh, Ganga, Ganga is coming to her husband, the ocean. And Ganga is saying, oh, she is totally disturbed. She says, you know, you know, he has left. He has left Navadvip. He says, calm down, calm down. Don't get all worked up about nothing. He left Navadvip, but he went to the house of Advaita Acharya. She says, ah, you never know what's going on. You never know what's going on. Don't you know that he's left the house of Advaita Acharya, left the house of Advaita Acharya, then where has he gone? Where has he gone? Oh, he is gone. He's gone to Puri. Oh, says the ocean. Then everything is fine. 
then there is nothing to worry because the wife shares in half of the benefit of the husband. So everything's perfect. If you'll bathe in my waters, you get half the benefit. So everything is fine. And Ganga is this from he did it again. How did he just, just do this? Right? She was all agitated. And again, she was pacified. So Kavikarnapur, in this way, takes us from Navadvip to Puri. But when Krishnadas Kaviraj takes us from Navadvip to Puri, he takes us to these two places, to Ramuna, to Kirachora Gopina temple, and he takes us to the temple of Sakshi Gopal. Then what happens is, in both the temples, the deity has come alive. Next moment, at Ataranala, he sees the chakra on the top of the temple. And Lord Chaitanya runs ahead. No one can keep up with him. And he comes to the temple alone. And we remember that when he saw Lord Jagannath, he saw Krishna. He saw Krishna. Yes, because the deity is Krishna. Huh? Don't we have the evidence from Rimuna? Don't we have the evidence from Sakshi Gopal? The deity is non-different from Krishna. And Lord Chaitanya was ready uh, to embrace Lord Jagannath, but fell unconscious on the ground. Uh, so it's very interesting how in, this, in these two chapters we can see what... Uh, what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is doing and, and how Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami is writing. Um, this is what I'm writing about at the moment, about these things, such more insight into what the Chaitanya Charitamrita really is about. We um, spent, uh, yeah, I spent since, well, I was reading the Chaitanya Charitamrita from, 80, from 1984 onwards every day. Well, the book came out in one volume and then I read it every day and then uh, yeah, I carried on with that and then I wanted to uh, write uh, about it. Well, I think somewhere after taking sannyasa, I guess. So 25 years or so, I've been on this, uh, this book, which I never finished. So I thought maybe I should finish it now. Um, so there is so much depth that the Acharyas are giving us. Um, the most wonderful thing is, is that that pure transcendental knowledge, all these conclusions uh, are coming to us through, uh, through this line of disciplic succession. There are so many Vaishnavas um, and they are all worshipping Supreme Lord, but still, they may not understand 
the love of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They may not understand that, that full depth of love. They may just be amazed, but then have no idea. Uh, but in, in this Sampradaya, uh, that love of, of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is passed on. Uh, we remember how Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to Kanai Natashala on the way to Vrindavan. And how he didn't go, how he went back. But as he was going to Kanai Natashala, and he was on the way to Vrindavan, he was Kanai Natashala, as the name itself explained. Kanai means Krishna. And Natashala is a place where, where manuscripts are kept. Because in those days, no printing press. So there were temples and Natashalas, place, libraries, basically. So Kanai Natashala was such a library. And the name Kanai was indicating that particularly it had many books dedicated to Krishna. So in Kanai Natashala, uh, it was a famous holy place. Um, it was therefore that when Rupa and Sanatan became ministers of the Nawab Hussein Shah and had to engage in government service because the minister made them an offer they, he, they could not refuse, you know? I mean, what was the offer, you know? Every man has a price? No. It was Italian style. It was uh, one offering uh, that you cannot uh, refuse, you know, because uh, the Nawab simply said uh, that uh, if you uh, don't take up uh, the government service, then I will kill the entire Brahmana community in Bengal. So uh, there was some Muslim mafia there. And <coughs> so what could they do? Then they had to take up government service. And so, yeah, they had to go to Malda. And they knew very well, in Malda is Kanai Natashala. So when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to Natashala, he stood there at the Patma River. The Patma River is a branch of the Ganga. And it's very, very large. So then, there, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in that mood of remembering Vrindavan, his love increased many times. Just being there and just the name Kanai made him think of Vrindavan. And so his love just overflowed. Then he called out, Naratam, Naratam, Naratam. Nobody knew who Naratam was, but he called out, Naratam, Naratam. And subsequently, placed that frame into the Ganga. Ganga immediately got ecstatic symptoms and Ganga immediately overflowed and went outside of the banks and all the villages went under. And Ganga said, came before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and said, take it back, please. 
take this pain back. I cannot deal with it. It is just too much. This is too strong. No, I cannot hold this. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I cannot take it back. You give it to Narottam. You give it to Narottam. Ah. When he comes, you give it to Narottam. So this happened later there on very nice place. You should go called Prem Tali. Ah. But you have to go to Bangladesh for that, right? What to do because, but it's worth it, right? It's really like, so we came to Prem Tali because I wanted to see if there was a drop of love of God left. And there was a little side arm of the, of the river. And there was a little temple. And they said, this is the place. I said, I didn't read it like that in the book. It was in the river, right? And, and it came from the other side, you know, from Kanai Natashala, from the Indian side. Kanai Natashala is on the Indian side. And Ratsai, a little north of Ratsai is, in Bangladesh is Prem Tali. Anyway, so I said, I want to go to the river. And I said, he said, how can you go? I said, I'll rent a boat. I said, there are no boats for rent here. I said, every boat in Bangladesh is for rent. And it was. <laughs> it wasn't. I rented a boat and we went on the Ganga, on the Patma, in the middle of the river. It was really, really nice. It was super ecstatic there in that river. But didn't find any praying. But some ecstasy we did find. Anyway, so Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, his love later manifested to a great degree in Naratandas Thakur. Uh, and that love from Naratandas Thakur carries on uh, into all the, the following Acharyas. Uh, see Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, when he writes about the Vrindavan pastimes of Krishna, then there are all these conversations. And in the purpose, in his commentary, there are conversations. Krishna and the residents of Vindavan have a whole discussion. And, and you just wonder, how, uh, where does that come from? Huh? Where does that come from? Manifested from the transcendental platform. On the trans transcendental platform, the devotees are connecting, connecting with the Supreme Lord. Huh? Just like it is said Srinivas Acharya. So it is described that Srinivas Acharya saw, he saw, he became ecstatic and he saw Krishna and the gopis playing holy. And then he stood frozen on the road. And when he came to external consciousness, he was fully covered in that, uh, in the color. And so he was here and he was there. Uh, and, and we, of course, if that would have happened to us, we would say, okay, we wouldn't take shower anymore. And we just walk around like, uh, see this color? We go, look, uh, yeah, Krishna did that, you know, yeah. but he tried to hide it. 
and quickly wash it off. Um, so that is also a Vaishnav. So we see how this love manifested in Srinivas, how this love manifested in Naratam, and we see, uh, uh, we, Naratam took inspiration from Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. Sometimes the, our Acharyas are describing the Sampradaya in a shortcut way, and they don't mention every personality, but they go to the main Acharyas where that love sort of went. So here's Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, and it is described in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that Krishnadas had a dream of Lord Nichananda. And when he had that dream of Lord Nichananda, it was not just that the next morning he woke up and said to everyone, hey, listen, listen what happened to me last night. I had a dream of Lord Nichananda. Wow, really? Yeah, it was really far out. No, nothing like that. When Krishnadas saw Nichananda in the dream, Krishnadas had ecstatic symptoms. Krishnadas cried tears in ecstasy. Krishnadas, he rolled on the ground. Krishnadas became overwhelmed by emotion. And he saw Lord Nichananda. Nichananda was just moving in ecstasy. Just all his limbs were moving like an elephant. The limbs of an elephant are always moving. And Nichananda was just chanting in a deep voice, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. He had a red iron stick in his hand, jewels and silks, and around him were some, some of his associates who were also chanting, Krishna, 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 at his lotus feet, like a swarm of bees. And all this was just totally ecstatic. And as Krishna does, became so ecstatic. Then at the end, Nichananda said, go to Vrindavan and there you will attain everything. The next moment he wakes up and it says, there and then, there and then I left for Vrindavan. See, it wasn't just a dream. That was like a, an overwhelming experience where he showed symptoms of bhav or prem, symptoms of ecstasy, that same love manifest within him. And Naratam taking his inspiration from Krishna's Kaviraj and looking at that deep love within. And then Naratam is carrying it. And then Vishwanath, hundred years in between, takes it from Naratam. And then that love is manifesting in, in Vishwanath. Well, then we carry on and we are there with, with Bhaktivinoda Thakur and we are there with Jagannadas Babaji discovering the birthplace of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Mayapur and all the love and all the ecstasy that these two Acharyas displayed. There were amazing meetings in the house of Bhaktivinoda Thakur because it said that Jagannadas Babaji Gorkasordas Babaji, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur and Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, all four were present there together. I mean, that's something. Four Acharyas in our Sampradaya were meeting in that house and they put all the dust of their lotus feet all over the house. One can still have the beds of 
of Silabhakti Vinodhaka, Silabhakti Siddhanta, put your head at the feet on the bed. That's where his feet, the lotus feet are resting there. Put your head. Same thing with Prabhupada's bed here in his room. Go in, walk around the bed, put your head on the feet. Of course, get the dust while you can. Yes. So we can see how that, how a parampara is not just a parampara of, of knowledge. It is not just a parampara that the knowledge that Krishna revealed to Lord Brahma in the form of the Chattusloki Bhagavat, in the form of the four verses in which the whole Bhagavatam is confirmed. It is Sridhar Swami, the original Bhagavatam commentator, this is also in my book, who has identified this Chattusloki and who has identified that the Bhagavatam is spoken in these four verses. Hmm? So in this way, the whole Bhagavatam is invoked. Uh, and in these four verses, Krishna does includes those four verses and says that Lord Shaitanya and Lord Nichananda, Nichananda Sahudito are driving out the, the influence of ignorance by the two Bhagavats, the person Bhagavat and the book Bhagavat. So not only the knowledge of Bhagavat has been preserved in the Sampradaya, but with it the person Bhagavat, who has realized, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur describes that, he says that knowledge comes down in disciplic succession and then it enters into the heart of the next generation and there it fructifies. And then that then the love will also emerge in the heart of that next generation. And like this, our disciplic succession brings us the same, the same thing. That is Srila Prabhupada coming to the West, crossing the ocean, coming to New York City, sitting there in Tompkins Square Park under the elm tree, chanting the holy name, and Prabhupada said, and from here, kirtan spread all over the world. Right, one second. Okay. From here, kirtan spread all over the world. And that same, that same love of God um, in that chanting, as Srila Prabhupada is sitting there under the tree with his bongos, right? No more danga, just playing bongos, right? Playing all, playing all kinds of traditional mardanga beats on the, on the bongos. Um, and the love is there and flooding the park and musicians join in and suddenly the Swami becomes the center. Although he doesn't sit in the center, he sits off to one side. He sits off to one side. It, it's like Rupanuga says, when he saw the kirtan for the first time, he saw this whole jam session. All these musicians are there and they're doing this whole jam session. 
and it's all based on some chant. And only after, after a few minutes was he realizing it's the old man. It's the old man who's doing it. It's the old man who is just bringing, bringing this, this energy, bringing this whole energy. Uh, and this whole energy is just, um, just from there, um, carried on, entered into the heart of the devotees. So, just as it is described in Madhya Lila, chapter 11, how when Lord Chaitanya returned from his tour in South India, all the devotees came and from Bengal. They walked the distance in record time. They were there just very, very fast. And then they began Kirtan, Sankirtan. But it wasn't just Sankirtan. It was Prem Sankirtan. It was ecstatic. It wasn't just banging and clanging. It wasn't just making noise. It wasn't just, just running around. And it was about, there was ecstasy. It was Prem Sankirtan. And although there was no internet, there was no phones, Somehow or other, everyone in Puri came running to see that kirtan from everywhere because they'd never seen anything before. And now that kirtan was echoing, that same kirtan was echoing in, in Srila Prabhupada's chanting in Thompson Square Park and it went into the hearts of people and Yes, and then some become devotees and they, they embrace it and they give themselves to it and they get absorbed and the kirtan carries on and they do kirtan. Uh, they do kirtan. Uh, Prabhupada in Japan and in Japan, in Kobe. In Kobe, one man wants to give a house a whole house. The devotees are excited. Our spiritual master is coming. You must meet him. Then he'll surely give the house. And then, yes, we can get a whole house. Imagine. That would be amazing. And surely he'll give the house to Prabhupada. And then there's a program. And there are two, there's also another Swami from India. And two Vyasa sons. A big one for, with a picture of the guru, of the man, of the, of the host. And then a smaller one for Prabhupada and the other Swami. When the devotees see it, they said, no, 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 Prabhupada is a Jagat guru. He must sit on the big Vyasa-san. No, no, he can't sit on the small one. So finally they said, okay, okay, says the, the man, yes, yes. He can sit on the big Vyasa son, but then both can sit on the Vyasa son, on the big one. So there's the program starts and Prabhupada sits on the big Vyasa son and he speaks. And then it's time for the Mayavadi Sannyasi to speak. And the host invites Prabhupada to come down and now let the Mayavadi Sannyasi sit. And Prabhupada is smiling and he's not coming down. <laughs> he just stays 
and doesn't come down no matter what the host does. So finally, the Mayavadi Sanyasi sits on a small Vyasa son and has to give the lecture there. And then he speaks. And for a few minutes, Prabhupada listens. And then Prabhupada says, Kirtan, Kirtan. And all the devotees immediately, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. They, the one tune they did, right? And they drowned out the Mayavadi speech. It was all in Hindi. Nobody understood. But later, Prabhupada said, the first few minutes it was fine. But then he started to preach his Mayavad philosophy. And it just drowned him out in the kirtan. They never got the house. And Prabhupada didn't care. Because he was not going to compromise the truth for a house. Or for any material benefit. He was not going to flatter someone. He was just simply speaking the truth. And that, that gave him many houses. That gave him many buildings across the world because people, they got faith. They said, you can believe this person. You know, you can't bribe him. You can't just get him to, yeah, give himself for some, you know, for some house. He'll, he'll change the philosophy. No, the philosophy is what it is. For young pacifists in America, one, two, three, four, what are we fighting for? Not going to Vietnam, right? Yeah. No, we don't want to go to Vietnam. Yeah, we're not going to fight in Vietnam. One, two, three, four, what are we fighting for? No, no. And Prabhupada says, Arjuna, he has to fight. It's his duty. Well, that was a bitter pill, right? That was hard. But Prabhupada, fearless, fearless. There's a saying which says, the religion that marries the spirit of the age will be a widow tomorrow. So when we adjust the truth too much to cater to time, place, and circumstances, then in the end... Then tomorrow, you'll be a widow. Tomorrow, it will be outdated. It will be outdated. Then nobody will care about it anymore. Yeah? You try to say it exactly like the people want. You want to see it, you know. If we just present ourselves in hip-hop only, you know, I, I could do some hip-hop, but I'm not, I'm not going to. Nah, nah, nah. Not here. <laughs> not on camera. <laughs> Maybe with a closed door without phones, but <laughs> everyone will be searched. I could do it, but yeah, the religion that marries the spirit of the age will be a widow tomorrow, uh, ultimately. Timeless, the great timeless Acharyas. Timeless because they were from the spiritual world. Um, in the spiritual world, time is absent, although time is there. What does that mean? It means it is morning, or it is noon, or it is evening. It is, there are different, there is the Astikaliya Lila. There are the eight times, 
Astikalia, that means the eight times of the day. So how you say there is no time in the spiritual world? There is sequence of events, but there is not this law of time here. Time is constantly acting. Time, I mean, when we speak about the most destructive force, <laughs> is it nuclear energy? <laughs> the most destructive force? No, it's not nuclear energy. It's time. It's time that will destroy everything. Everything. Locus, Kalus me, Lokaxaya Krit. Time I am destroyer of worlds. Yes. Mm. Then you see the universal form representing time. And the universal form, when Arjuna sees the universal form, he sees how the universal form has many, many mouths. And that in all these many mouths, Krish, the, the universal form is crunching up the the heroes of the battle of Kurukshetra as if they are potato chips. Yes, like this. Uh, so, time. But in the spiritual world, no. The spiritual world is not governed by time. The spiritual world is governed by love, by rasa, by the expressions of love, which come in endless way, because that's love. Love is unique. Love is not the same every day, uh, same old thing. No. Love is, is just alive. It is. So this is the amazing purpose of Krishna. Um, it is the hidden purpose of Krishna. The pastimes of Krishna are covered by dust because Krishna comes with his calves and cows and the hoofs throw up the dust. So it says the pastimes of Krishna are covered by darkness and therefore they are mysterious. Something is hidden. Not everything is known. There are deeper levels than what is known on the surface. And there's no end to it. It goes deeper and deeper. Uh, but we know through this parampara that by discovering the qualities of Krishna, which are unlimited, our love can grow. And in this way, love can grow unlimitedly. And this awakens as the love grows in the devotee. When Krishna sees that, then his love grows. And then the love of the devotee grows. And in this way, there's reciprocation. Huh? When Radharani sees Krishna, then she's trying to hide her attraction to him. So, but she, she cannot fully hide 
so there is a smile, but it's just the corner of her mouth. The rest is hidden. The corner of the mouth smiles a little. Krishna sees that she is smiling. So Krishna starts smiling because she's smiling. She can see that Krishna started smiling because she was smiling and therefore she smiles a little more. And Krishna can see that she smiles a little more because she has seen that he is smiling because she was smiling. And this goes on and on and on and they keep on smiling more and more until in the end they're beaming. Just, just a beaming smile. Both of them. Uh, and all devotees start smiling. Huh? Prabhupada's beaming smile. Prabhupada in Germany, the famous photography session with, with, with flashlights and one after another, flash, flash, flash. At one point, Prabhupada seeing all these light balls, you know, goes no more balls, right? He doesn't say no more pictures, but he says no more balls. So, you know, the photographer using film was experienced. So he used slow film with slow film on a tripod because slow film is very sensitive. And then he had a cord on the, on the, on the camera. And he was having a light meter because he had to manually set it. It wasn't digital. He had to manually set it. So all the settings are right. And then he says the light meter. And suddenly the light meter goes into maximum. So what's going on? Did someone turn on a light? No, it was Prabhupada. He was beaming, beaming in ecstasy. And it was a German light meter. <laughs> so that's hard scientific evidence, right? If it was an Indian light meter, then you would say, well, <laughs> you know. They do that sometimes. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> With all due respect to India. You know, light meters is not the expertise of India. <laughs> For that, you go to Germany. We want German light meter. Yes. So the German light meter showed how Prabhupada was beaming, beaming, beaming with love. That same love, that very same love unaltered, coming through this whole Sampradaya. This is what we are, are witnessing, and this is what we are part of, and this is what is going on here in Vrindavan. Now there is Prabhupada, and we're all sitting at his feet. Um, I was here many years in Vrindavan, and one thing I saw was that all the leaders of ISKCON came here, and it was the days that, you know, many were being worshipped, but all said, oh, in Vrindavan, in Vrindavan we have to tone down. Because in Vrindavan, it's reality check. In Vrindavan, this is not dreamland. Some people think Vrindavan is dreamland, and they're in Vrindavan and dreaming, Radhe, hey, not, not Radhe, 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 dream, dream, I'm a gopi, Radhe. No, it's not dreamland. It's, it's not Disneyland. 
It is not cheap that we are here performing some Ras Leela and then having some chai afterwards or smoking a bidi. No, it's not, it's not cheap. It's not external. It's hidden. It's deeply hidden. It's only available, only available, says Srila Rupa Goswami, through Anyabilasita Sunyam Jnana Karmadiyanavridam Anakulyena Krishnana Shilanam Bhaktiruttama. Huh? Only through pure, unalloyed devotional service. Only. Yes, that is this transcendental love. How could Srila Prabhupada single-handedly battle with the world right, to bring Krishna consciousness? What is the driving force other than love? One cannot do. Haridas Thakur made a prostitute chant 300,000 names. How could this prostitute chant 300,000 names? Because he gave her a love of God. Otherwise, she can't chant 300,000 names every day. Impossible. How can anybody, just in the face of all opposition, just push on this movement? How can anybody be so focused as to try everything, not to leave one opportunity go by? How can anyone... Just not be discouraged. Huh? <laughs> we are so easily discouraged. Huh? Oh, little difficulty. Uh, oh, it's so hard. Spiritual life. Oh, I, I feel so burned out. I'm, I'm fried. You know. I mean, the way they deal with me, you know, it's not proper. Uh, we find reasons to be fried. How was Prabhupada dealt with by the Gaudiamat? At the time, there was no support. Right? Prabhupada in New York found a building. Ah, please, help. Uh, sorry, but, uh, we cannot help. No, not possible. Yes. Hmm. Somehow or other, uh, single-handedly, relying on Krishna. Starting a storefront in New York, on, on what basis a few hippies scraped money together to pay the rent for the first months. Is that how you enter into a rental contract? The first months you get, get sympathy, the second months you don't. You know, People are not going to give the same again and again. And yet, he somehow or other just, just did it. Never wasting one cent, keeping accounts of, of cents. Received 11 cents, spent, right? Cents. I mean, I don't know if you count cents or change. I have coins. To be honest, I never count them. I just take them, throw them in a drawer and like that, try to put them in the donation box. Then the people of the temple have to count them. <laughs> Somehow or other. Uh, but Prabhupada 
so dedicated. So we're now at the eve of the month of Kartik, right? We're at the eve of the month of Kartik. And what shall we say? Namamiswaram satsitanandarupam damodarlila, yes, candles. But more than anything, uh, the disappearance of Srila Prabhupada, more than anything, more than anything. And it says that the disappearance day of an Acharya is more important than the appearance day because it says that the at the time of the disappearance day, the Acharya has revealed his, his pastimes. He has revealed his qualities. So here in this hall, there will be so many discussions um, about Srila Prabhupada, memories. And oh, these are, these are worth gold. Uh, Brahmananda used to sit here and used to speak about Prabhupada. Now, Brahmananda is no longer here. So we should appreciate uh, that we can hear. So it is in this temple, uh, there are the most beautiful deities in the world, right? Radha Shama Sunda, Krishna Balram. The, these deities are, you know, first of all, it was Bharadwaj. He was the best artist at the time. Bharadwaj also made the Prabhupada deity, the original. Bharadwaj was the best artist. So it was Bharadwaj who was sent to Jaipur to carve the deities, to supervise the carving so that they were, would be exquisite. I don't know who took the hammer and the chisel, but I tell you, it were not these artisans of Jaipur. I've worked there for years, so many deities, but something transcendental. Here, Krishna revealed himself in this form. So where do we have such deities? Um, and then Prabhupada stood on the altar of Krishna and Balaram, and in great, great happiness, offered that first arti, turned around and spoke, spoke straight from the arti, didn't even blow the conch shell, just spoke straight, start preaching to the audience. Yes. This temple is Prabhupada's preaching. This was his preaching success. Now he was bringing people home to Vrindavan. Home to the Krishna book. Huh? The Krishna book is bringing us home to Vrindavan. Here is the temple. So let us read the Krishna book. Uh, let us get absorbed in Vrindavan and just one doctor said that Prabhupada should drink the milk of a black cow, yeah? and that that would save his health. So somehow or other, Gunarnava, from 
savings and so on, managed to get a black cow with the help of Bagaji, who was Prabhupada's friend. And they had this black cow here in a hut in the front, just on the boundary wall, which was just some, some huts for the construction. And this is the construction site. And they had the, they had the, uh, the milk from the black cow and would bring, he would bring it to Prabhupada. And Prabhupada thanked him and said, thank you, thank you so much. You saved my life. Now this is somewhere earlier, right? This is, uh, this is before the opening of the temple. This is 1975. This is before Ram Nomi. Because Prabhupada was already like in bad health in those final years. But Prabhupada said that milk saved his life. And that black cow is the, was the beginning of the Goshala. Right? Then, you know, Gunarnava with Bhagaji bought more cows. And they started the Goshala. And there was, uh, Sravananda's family donated that property. Taporia House, the old ghost shala. And they began the ghost shala there. Then mm. later the additional land was purchased. Um. Prabhupada said in Vrindavan, there should be 25 ghost swamis. And these in this temple, there should be 25 Goswamis. And from these 25 Goswamis, Krishna consciousness should emanate all over the world. Well, such amazing things. So we should understand that we are turning to Krishna. Yes, we are here. And Krishna is so present, but not without Prabhupada. It is through Prabhupada, and it is through Anyabilasita Sunyam. It is through that care. You don't find any deities like this in Vrindavan, because where do you find such attention in the dressing? Where do you find something like this? Right? The standard of deity worship in our movement, which all comes from, from here, right? has this unique uh, unique dedication. Uh, I came to one Samaj, some program somewhere, some Samaj, and they say, ah, we've had the deities for 39 years, and every Purnima, we are changing the dress. <laughs> and we go, ooh, only on Purnima? Right? That's <laughs> it at least twice a day, yeah? So, of course, Prabhupada said we could go to Radha Damodar and learn how to worship the deity. In Radha Damodar, they dress the deities and they don't use pins. They fold the cloth, starch, and fold it. No pins, because the risk that you might just Prick the deity. Nay, 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 nay. So, 
all for the comfort of Krishna. And Radha Raman gets hot kitri in the winter. Nice. He has, because he's small, he has a prasadam room. And they take him to the prasadam room. You know, it's not, they don't bring the offering to the altar. No, no. They bring the deity to his prasadam room. And there he gets his hot kitri in the winter. Ah. So in this way, um, we can learn here. We are here not because of punya, not because of piety. We are here because of Srila Prabhupada, who said, I created your punya, who created our entrance into Vrindavan, uh, who created our entrance into the holy name, and who brought this full love, uh, this love of Nichananda, this Harinam Sankirtan. Um, there is no temple in Vrindavan where there is Harinam Sankirtan like here. There's, there's no, no temple. There are beautiful kirtans, you know, but Radharaman, Sevakunj, amazing kirtans sometimes. Really good Bengali kirtaniers. But this unique spirit, yeah, this unique spirit that lives in Iskand because it came in Parampara and Prabhupada brought it. We went to Bangladesh and as I said, we were in this Prem Tali and taking our bath in the, in the river. And then afterwards we had a program in Ratshai in a hall. And in Ratshai, uh, there was a big hall and there were, uh, it was packed, packed, packed. And the mayor was there and everyone was there. And, you know, and they wanted me to do kirtan. So they all had chairs and they're all sitting there and they're all getting ready for kirtan. And kirtan, I guess that they know is something like, Hare Krishna, and so on, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and of course, you know that I don't exactly do that, right? So they were sitting there and getting ready for, for that, all, all on chairs. And within three minutes, all the chairs were gone and they were jumping up to the ceiling, right? Because, yeah, especially a few years ago, I had a tendency to start to go from zero to 100 at, uh, in 10 seconds. And so, yeah, within minutes, the whole theater was dancing and dancing and dancing. And this, of course, is extraordinary. Yeah. So, this love, uh, this love of Lord Chaitanya, is living in this movement in the hearts of great Acharyas and it may reflect a little bit in ours, right? A little bit. Um, um, just a little bit. But that little bit is enough, huh? is enough to keep us going and, and here we are. Saffron and or whatever, tilak, Dodi Saris, we are just living a life as devotees. Um, 
Kirtan and Prasadam, Krishna book, Bhagavatam. Very simple, very simple and very ecstatic. And that's all that we need. Okay. If you have any questions, you can ask them to Jayadvaita Maharaj at, uh, <laughs> at, at 4.30. <laughs> because he loves question and answers. That's his favorite pastime. That, that's what he, 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 he never gets enough from question and answers. He can go, he can go for hours and hours and hours and hours on question and answers. So you can ask your questions there because I couldn't stop talking. I saw the clock, but I just felt I just going to talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> so that's what I did. And I thank you for being here and looking forward to a next time. Um, whenever, wherever. We'll see. If the weather is good, then we might go out a little bit. But if it starts raining, then we may meet again here. Um, I've decided to do the, the Saturday Zoom online for the devotees who are in other countries. Because there are so many devotees that are not here. And I felt they were missing out in that format of public programs. So I want to go... I do the Zoom tomorrow online. You find me there. And then see you again. Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada. Kijai. Srivindavandam. Kijai. Harinam Sankirtan. Kijai. Itai Gaur Premanande.